When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. You all right there, Bob? Yeah, all right, Andy. Here we are again. Atletico Mints. Atletico Mints. The football podcast that... No one really wanted. They didn't want it. They got it. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go along with mints now as well. I think that's bedded in. Have you found peace with that now? Have yeah. you? You've got closure. I got closure on that. We'll call it mints. Andy, why does it always? Whenever you walk in this room, why does it always smell a little bit like Timpsons? You know, K-cutted. That's repairs. just something I like to do before you come along. What cut keys? Cut keys. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a bag of them in the corner. Are they for anything in particular? Or just cut keys. It's 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 just something to keep my hands busy. Well it's, it's, well, it's better than the other obvious alternative. And I enjoy the machinery. Yeah. Yeah. You've not been sniffing glow, though, or nothing? Mm, no, no. Absolutely. No, just, well, just, just cutting keys. Okay, so what have we got this week? Well, coming up, we've got Luis Suarez and his toilet habits. Luis Suarez, yeah. Luis Suarez, his name is it Luis? Luis Suarez, Luis, yeah. uh, like Luis I Collins. I thought you said Louis. Like Luis Collins, yeah, no, professionals. Luis. L-E-W-I-S. Ah, yes, yeah. Suarez. Um, we've got um, a Brazilian team that's been humiliated by their own fans. Okay. Well, in favour of that sort of thing. Jack Wilshire, he's been hiding behind some bins this weekend. He's been in trouble, hasn't he? Yeah. And uh, Stephen Naismith. Yeah, what's he been, done? He's been grabbing a penis. Has he? He has. But we'll cover all that later on. Do you know, when you talk about grabbing a penis, I'm instantly reminded. Do you feel you're going to be interested in this story I'm about to tell? Um, it's got, it's got everything you doubt. might like. I've penis. Key cutting? No key cutting, no. Right. Like, so, here's a game I used to play that involved touching the penis. Yep. You might be interested. Yep. I think it was with me and Vic whenever we went camping. And um, Are you I think sure you want to continue with this? Yeah, I think we used to call it... Cock and arrow or Robin of Sherwood or something like that. But what we used to do is we used to get a bit of mother's pride, you know, cheap bread, long loaf. Yeah. One of the longies, long loaf, war buttons. He's an, that's a newcomer to me, war buttons. Anyway, we used to roll it into a, a ball. Right. About the size of a ping pong ball, yeah? Yeah. Then we used to get a saucepan and an arrow from a bow and arrow, yeah? Right. Okay. And then one of you had to throw it as high as you could in the air if the other one caught it and it stayed in the pan, yeah, yep. the other one had to shout out, touch your cock with the arrow, <laughs> and they would touch, put the point of the arrow towards their groin area. We were fully clothed yeah, and everything. But, um, and this is when you were camping? 
whenever we went camping, yeah, because when you're camping, what have you got with you? You've got bread, you've got saucepan, and bonara, a bonara, obviously. obviously. <laughs> For sustenance. So there you are. I don't know if that ties in with Naismith, but um, you said the word touching, touching cock it, or something. It's in the same ballpark. Yeah. Was, it, was this a public camping site? The, the one I remember particularly, we did it in a car park in Liverpool. Right. Um, we weren't, I'll be honest with you, we weren't camping in the car park. And we did it in a field behind a pub. We probably did it on more occasions. It's a terrific game. There you go then. You've shared that with the nation now. Yeah, and I'm so upset at that we've started a, a podcast talking about penises. It's mostly penises this week, to oh, be Oh, please fair. say it isn't. That's going to be the title of it, Mostly Penises. Oh, no, I hope not, Andy. Can I just move on to your status as self-confessed memory man? I am the memory man football statistics. Yeah, that's basically why you're here, isn't it? Well, it's one of the reasons it's I'm here. It's pretty much the only reason. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got another question for you, another right. memory question, so right. just brace yourself. Yep. Bob. Yep. Do you remember when Ron Atkinson was the manager of West Bromwich Albion? Yes. Hey! There we yeah. go. Brilliant. And there's well, a secondary question. Do you remember what happened next? Yes, I do. Oh, there yes, you go. What about I that? Do. I do. Bob Mortimer, the memory man. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, it doesn't come without hard work. You know. I noticed you haven't asked about my health, by the way, once again. I'm not interested in your health. All right, fair enough. Shall I, shall I comment on your health? Well, how would you think I look, Andy? You look rough. Oh, I look rough. You haven't shaved. <laughs> I'm wondering if he maybe is a bit depressed. Well, you, you, that's from the long back when she, lack of shaving was, was associated with mental illness, isn't it? When Arthur Fowler had yeah, his Arthur meltdown Fowler. on EastEnders and pulled the Christmas tree down. Yeah. He was well, unshaven then. Exactly. No, You've I'm got with that you. kind of look about you. No, but, but at the times have moved on. This is a very... Uh, this is a... What, what do they call it? Look, it's, it's not swarthy. It's a different word to that. I look really good. No. No. No, you look like you're about to pull something apart <laughs> in a fit of rage. You look like you're suppressing something. Yeah. Well, thanks for showing such an interest in me health. I've probably shown more interest than I've actually got, to be honest. Right, let's get to it. Have you got a favourite Janet Jackson song? Yes. Good. That's the one about social justice, isn't it? I don't know what it's about. I never used to listen to the lyrics. But when we did the big night out, we used to come out to that music. When I think of you... That's my favourite. Andy. Yeah. Everything goes all weird. Here's, here's something I'd like to tell you about, okay. and the football community, yeah. is I've been investigating to what extent balls go out of shape, yeah, footballs, during yeah. the course of a match. And I've got a very good friend at Loughborough, yeah, Leo Burnett, right? <laughs> and um, he's done some work on this. Yes. He's measured the circumference both ways, east to west, north to south, of a match at the kickoff. Right. And the circumferences after, right, and the out sh- outshapingness of the ball can vary up to about seven millimeters in favour of one of the axes. Yeah, right. Here's the thing: Did you see Paye's free kick? Yes. Wasn't it lovely? Wasn't it lovely? Do you think? Did you notice also that um, they switched the ball about three minutes before that free kick? I didn't notice that because I'm yeah. not that asked. Well. Maybe that's the reason for that. So you think that because they were playing with, well, no. were, they, were they playing with a perfect ball or was it a tampered ball? Well, I'm, I'm not. Look, I don't want to get into trouble here, Andy. All I'm saying is, 
is that a bit like the cricket, the the, the shape and condition of the ball varies. Seven millimetres? Up to up seven to... millimetres. Can you imagine? So it's a great what are, goal. What are you trying to say? I'm, I, do you know, I'm a little bit worried that I'm saying something I shouldn't be saying. I don't even know what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is that here's a scenario, right? An out-of-shirt ball on the training ground, Payet smacks it, everyone goes, fuck, did you see the flight of that ball? Right. Yeah. And then they look at the ball and they say, when the ball's this shape, we've got a lethal weapon on our hands here. I wonder if we had this ball ready to put on the pitch. Right. When it, we've got a free kick. It did go up and down quite a bit, didn't it? Are you suggesting that they'd actually put a rugby ball on? No, I, and nobody I, had noticed. Well, I, I, no, I'm not going to pursue it if you're going to if you're going to be like this about it. If you don't want to understand the game, fair enough. Let's just chit chat about something else. Here's one: we had um, Middlesbrough signed uh, one of these Vietnamese. Is it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> do you know? I'm, uh, I'll sound terribly ignorant here, but you know, like um, Kim Si Yun. Right, yeah. You know, one of the... From the Far South East. South Korea and the Far East. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the greatest footballers. You know what's coming after this bit, don't you? Yeah. And we signed one called Kim Sung Nook, yeah? Mm-hmm. And the problem, Andy, was, was that he never ran down the channels. He was always running down <laughs> crannies. <laughs> crannies. Because <laughs> he was called Nook, you see. Yeah. That was just. Uh, oh, is that your joke for this week? Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, well, we'll just have a little bit of Far East music then, shall we? Just to sort of see. End, nook, end that he was called. S- yeah, I, not, I understood it. Right. I just didn't think it was very good. Okay. We'll just have a bit of the music just to take us out of that section. Right, um, I'm not sure where we go from here, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind of reached a new low, I think. The, yeah, um, best, uh, best thing I ever saw shouted outside a football ground, yeah? Yeah, what was oh, that then? So, so, right, um, wonderful lad who sells the fly me to the moon, which is the Middlesbrough fanzine, right. was stood outside, I think it was the forest ground, and next to him was one of those signs on the wall that says, dry rising outlet. Yes. So he was stood there with his magazines, shouting... Dry rising outlet. <laughs> Dry rising outlet. And I, I thought that was terrific. Did he sell any? I don't know. Dry rising outlets. Well, he wishes. I bet that's an expensive unit. Do you know what? what you, you, do you, get, know? you get more per unit than you would from a fanzine, wouldn't you? Exactly. He's in the, wrong, in the wrong game. Have you any idea what a dry rising outlet is? It's to do with damp, isn't it? Is it damp, course? I don't know. Probably. Yeah? Rising damp, dry, yeah. dry rot. But I am in agreement with you that the unit price of a dry rising outlet will be more than a profit fanzine. per unit has got to be superior on a dry yeah. rising outlet hasn't it there'll be good margins than, on that than some half-assed fanzine no yeah. disrespect to fly me to the moon no please don't it's the best fanzine available thank you to middlesbrough fans no to anyone really you've read them all have you andy do you prefer pointing at ducks when they're in flight or when they're just like waddling on the ground i'll i'll salute when they're in flight and points when they're waddling. point when they're Ground level. Thank yeah. you. I'll tick that off my list. You write that down. Yep. Right. Um, football. Football news. Luis Suarez. Yeah. What do we know about Luis Suarez? Um, he's demon in the box. 
he bites. Yep. Um, plays for Barcelona. Yep. What do you want from me? Where do you think he stands on hygiene? I'll be honest Personal with you. Hygiene. I'll be honest with you. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Yeah. You 50, think he's got a passing interest in it, but he's not obsessed. Not obsessed in the slightest. I wouldn't think. No. I, I shouldn't think. I should think he washes his hands after a number two, but not after a number one. Because you don't anymore, do you? You've said that you don't care anymore. About I'm that. sorry. I don't know. That's fine. How do you, how do you how much of a father do you think is he? Is a good father or an indifferent one or? I'm at a 50-50 again, a slightly absent father. Yeah. No, I'll go... Sad. No, he's probably all right, actually. Yeah, he's give him the benefit right. of the doubt. Yeah. He probably spend, spends most of his time in front of a huge, a huge smart TV. Yeah. Eating massive fruits. You know the big fruits? Yeah. Melons, pineapples. Yeah. All the big fruits. And probably has his With arm... With teeth he's got, he's got to, hasn't he? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Why wouldn't you? You use them if you've got them. More weird, exactly. God's gift, aren't they? So I think, no, probably quite a family man. All right, well... But a dirty one. Yeah. Well, Luis Suarez, it transpires, sits down when he urinates. Does he now? Which is sometimes known as the emperor's piss. Right. And that's what he does, and he's confessed to that this week. What did he say? In the media. What did he say? His exact words were, I'm not going to do the accent, because, you know, could get all sorts of trouble. When peeing, I am a clean man. This is an issue of hygiene for me because I have two children. I do not want it to squirt on the ground, so I pee sitting down. Mm, do you know what's interesting there, Andy? What? That word squirt. Mm. Do you think he's mm. had problems? Do you think he's had problems with aim and trajectory? And what he's actually doing is he's blaming it on worrying about the the kids wow there's all sorts of scenarios but my worry is a squirt i think of as a short burst yeah yeah now if you sat down and the humidity is at a certain level and all the conditions are right as it is in barcelona yeah exactly that little if it's a squirt like a jet it could go through that gap between seat and bowl it and could. then you've got a terrible mess on your it hands haven't you well he said apparently not Unless he's got some kind of facility around the the rim that catches it, a lip, a lip, a pit, yeah. yeah, yeah, some something like that, a squirty lip. But he says that it's because of his kids, so he sits down. No, oh, well, good man. If that's his motivation, then I I'm don't not believe gonna, it. You don't believe that's no, why. No, I think he sits there's down. some ulterior motive here. Well, what possible ulterior motive could there be? I think he, first of all, he's sitting down to pee because he thinks he's better than the rest of us. Mm. But no one can see him, Andy, presumably. Well, that's why he's come out and told us, isn't it? He wants us to know. He's hiding in plain sight. I'm a better. I'm better than you. I'm a better his. man than you because I pee sitting down. I don't feel very comfortable saying pee either. <laughs> but I'm saying that I do it yeah. because it keeps me kids healthy. Right? Do you shit sat down, Andy? Of course I do. Oh, you do, do you? Of course I do. That surprises me. How about you? I always sit down, yeah. Well, what, well, just why wouldn't I then? Why do you think I wouldn't do that? Um, actually, I'm wrong because you do tend to wear a lot of trouser suits and jumpsuits, don't you? So, yeah, I've got one on now. Yeah, so you would sit down. Yeah, okay. Please about that. Hey, what's McLaren doing at the moment? Steve I think McLaren. We should try and update that. What's your guess there? Um, digging a grave. <laughs> He's digging a grave, is yeah. he? Listening to Radio 2, 4, no uh, radio. 3. He's listening to Radio 3. three. Because he finds it quite soothing yeah. <laughs> while he's digging and thinking about why he's digging. 
What about you? What do you reckon he's doing? I reckon, just got just come through me there. I reckon he's in a park. Yeah. On his own, on a bench, flask of soup, a mm-hmm. powdered soup that he's made up in his flask. Right. Yeah. Um, From Noor. And I don't know, maybe talking to a fat lass. <laughs> about carpets, maybe. You're convinced he's a carpet salesman, aren't oh, you? Oh, he's a carpet salesman. Yeah. He might be in Barbados. Do you know the truth is he's probably in Barbados and he's just loving it? Pro- well, he probably isn't, though, is he? You don't think so? No, I think your your answer's probably more accurate. Do you think, you think he's sad about the sacking? I think he's just sad about everything. He keeps getting sacked. Yeah. Everything he does goes wrong. Well, he was all right at Middlesbrough. He was all right at 20. Did he get was... sacked at Middlesbrough? No, he went to the England job. Did he? Yeah. He was England manager? Yeah, he was England manager. Christ. <laughs> hey, who's going to win the Euros? Let's talk about football, shall we? Who's going to win the Euros, Bob? Um, I've got a feeling uh, that it's going to be Poland. Right. Yeah. Why is that then? I think they've got the best striker in the competition. I think defences are going to dominate, particularly Italy's. If the draw goes to, to, to it goes in a certain way, I predict a Poland-Italy final. Right. <clears throat> that all made it sound like you knew what you were talking about, apart Did from it? the Poland bit. <laughs> I've Poland qualified. <laughs> no idea. It's in Poland, isn't it? No, in it's in... the host nation? No, it's in France. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Now, people who are thinking of going to the Euros in France should be aware that the first England match is in Marseille. Right. And you know, you know about Marseille, don't you? I don't know very much about Marseille. There's oh. obviously something about Marseille I don't know that you're going to tell me. Well, I, you know, like it's a terrible, awful place. <laughs> right. Terrible, awful dump. Right. So, I mean, I'm after tickets for the Euros. Are you warning people to be careful? I'm starting the next match at Lens. I ain't going to Marseille. You're not doing Marseille. No chance. Fair enough. And, Who uh, are we playing in Marseille? In Marseille, we open up against Russia. I ain't going. Do you know? Do you, would you know, Andy? Can I just ask you? I shouldn't be doing this on air, as it were. But you know, you click on say Europe Euro Championship tickets. Yeah. And you immediately loads of sites come up saying Euro tickets with right. a price. Buy here. Right. Are they all illegitimate? And I'm genuinely asking. Or else, do you think someone might actually have Why some do you tickets? think I would know? Do you think I am like Lynn Fallswood or something? The watchdog. I've come up against the brick wall again. I would have just valued your opinion. That's I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're all they're all dodgy. They're all dodgy. Yeah, all of them. Well, if any listener out there knows of a genuine place to get tickets for, do you really want to go? Yeah. Just turn up. They let you in. Well, just sit, let just me go. In. Well, just turn up, right, in a van or something. And just park your van outside the stadium and then just say to the fella on the gate, have you got room for a little one? Yeah. And he's probably let you in. <laughs> There's bound know, to be some empty seats near the back. I once went to Crystal Palace, the only time I've ever tried that on, and I didn't have tickets. Um, and I went to... No, it wasn't Palace, it was Charlton. I went to Charlton and uh, I could, didn't have any tickets, so I tried that on and I said to the bloke at the big posh front gates... I said, look, I'm Bob Mortimer off the tally. Um, is there any chance of coming in? I could do the half-time draw or something <laughs> like that. And didn't have a clue who I was, who I was quite rightly. and told me to fuck off. Yeah. So there you are. You can't rely on it. Can't sympathise, really, can you? I did actually get in in the end. I know that'll disappoint you, but I did get in. Are you going to tell us how? 
No, because no, I'm not going to tell you. No, I did get in, and I sat with the Red Cross. <laughs> Paper. Is it Red Cross? No, it's not the Red Cross. With with the same Red arrows. The, Ch- <laughs> the Chelsea pensioners. I sat with the the St John's ambulance people. Did you? Yeah. In I the did. uniform. No. Were you poised to carry out some kind of medical? But I felt resuscitation like, if you needed it. I felt part of the team, though. I'm sure you do. You, you kind of got that vibe about you, haven't you? You but, like to feel like you belong. Yeah, no, for, for, and for that 90 minutes, that, that, that 90 minutes, I did belong to something, yeah. something important. And it is important. Yeah, medical. Med- Even though your contribution to it was zero. Yeah. What sort of worktops have you got in your kitchen? Wood, tiles, uh, just that, bread? That sort of, that, that sort of formica. Formica? Kind of yeah. So it's like, it's stuck onto wood? Yeah. How are your joints doing? They're all right. Yeah. It's quite new. It's about. It's only about three year old. Where'd you get it from? Um, I'm not prepared to answer that. <laughs> you got out of a skip, didn't you? I'm starting to feel uncomfortable now. All right, fair enough. With this line of question. Good luck with your kitchen. I'll leave it at that. It's. Are you trying to like compile something and a dossier about me? <laughs> Last week you asked about how my Easter was. Yeah. This week it's worktops. What's yeah. going to be next? How's that gate you built? Still up. It's still up. Well, still then, up. I'll tell you what's not up though—the greenhouse. Has it gone? Well, got it. The winds. Was it never, Katie? Never, never went up. Never oh. got it up. So what have you done with it? Still in the box. Still in the box. It's in the back of my wardrobe. Oh, a tight ass like you hasn't tried to eBay it or anything. Master, I've got, I've got plans for it. What are you? Where pl- I live at the minute, right? It's right. quite windy. Yeah. And I don't trust it. Yeah. Put it this way: I've got my trampoline clamped down. Right. So, a plastic greenhouse, no chance. And you didn't think of that before you purchased it? Did you well, only become was, aware was, of your windy environment? It was environment? 30 quid. I couldn't knock that back. Yeah. It's an outdoor library kind of vibe to it, isn't it? It's like nine shelves. Yeah. And what, Look, we, what, I'm playing a long game, right? All right. I'm not that... What, on. you think gardens are going to get well, smaller? Well, I'm not that interested at the minute in greenhousery. All right. But when I'm a bit older and I'm at your age, I probably will be because I'll have n- not much else going on. <laughs> you know by the time I get to your age, life's going to be pretty confusing. <laughs> so I'll be into like growing tomatoes and stuff in a plastic greenhouse, wind you know, or no wind. I reckon you're a big baby. Do you know? I reckon <laughs> you're like I reckon you go down A and E and hang around, hang around A and E, and say stuff like, um, oh, "I've got, a, I've got a little swelling." Well, yeah. I got swelling out of my arm or something. Yeah. Can I have one of your special pills? Yeah. Are you trying to say I'm a malingerer? Yeah. At A and E. Oh, I've just seen. Oh, I've just seen a really bad film. Uh, could I have a tran- <laughs> could I have a blood transfusion? No. Not hypochondriac, just a baby. Just a knobhead. Yeah, some something like that. Well, you're not you're not completely wrong. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. So, Suarez was the last thing. What's Suarez, the next? I think we should just quickly move across to our Twitter followers. Oh, okay. Because we've got quite a following. Wow. On Twitter. Yeah. At Atletico Mince. Yeah. And um, this week we couldn't be bothered to ask them any questions. So we just said, ask us something. All right. And they've, they've, they've answered 
answered us in their droves. Um, first up, Arsenal Sai. Okay. And he says, Dear Atletico Mints, which Premier League footballer would make the best goth? Would make the best goth. Mm. Whoa. Which Premier League footballer could you see mooching about in a graveyard, dressed from head to toe in black? I've got it. With a sad expression on I his face. I think I've got it. Who is it? Peter Crouch. You're right, it is. It's it Peter is Crouch. not, is it? A great big lanky, pale-faced Peter Crouch. Moping around. Yeah. Leering over the gravestones. Thinking the world's his enemy. Yeah. Hating his mum and dad. Barking to see if the hounds of Dracula appear out of the, out of the graves. Almost yeah, certainly. Peter Crouch. And I've actually checked with your friend at University of Loughborough. Yeah. And I can confirm that, yes, it is Peter Crouch. Oh, he is formally the yeah, best. Yeah, it's official. Statistics have proven that it is Peter Crouch. Well, didn't we do well? And non-Premier League, uh, best goth is Carlos Tevez. Carlos Tevez. Yeah. A little, like, yeah, little chunky goth. A little chunky one. Trouble. Trouble, Can't yeah. Can't take his drink. Can't take his drink. Always stinks of pepperoni because he's got them in every pocket. That's him. So there we go. Okay, anything else did they, did they ask us? Um, dear Atletico Mince, I like the formality of this. No, it's nice that. Dear yeah. Atletico Mince, says Leon JBBC, uh, did you ever feel self conscious at school for not having the trendiest football boots? Did they have football boots when you were young? Yeah, yeah um, my first boots were called Rallum Rangers, good, solid, like briefcase leather, brown leather, and you got um, <laughs> briefcase leather, yeah. And you got um, you bought your studs from Jack Atfield's downtown, Aye. and they were leather studs. And before the match, you you hammered them in. Right. That's my first boot. But then I'm then it's funny that you ask that question because I'm sorry, but I always had the trend set of boots. Yeah. I bought um, some of the older listeners out there will remember. I bought the George Best boot when it came out. Right. Which had the because um, you're a trend follower. No, Setter. Are you trying to say that you were around before George Best? George Best manufactured the boot, yeah? Did he do it himself? Like well, me with he, me keys? I don't know the, the process, Andy, do I? But he approved the boot. I set it as a trend. Right. You were the first one to get them. Wore them to the night spots of Middlesbrough. No, I wore them on the football pitches of Middlesbrough and displayed me dazzling skills in them. They were Very a purple good. boot, the first coloured boot. Well... The Allen Ball boot, some listeners might be able to help, the Allen Ball boot was the white boot, and they were the first two boots associated with a player. Yeah. I'm not sure which one came first. I think it was the George Best, but it had side lacing. Why? Yeah, design feature, but of course it was useless because it just got, up, got hacky with mud immediately, and you couldn't untie them or tie them. Um, and then, of course, the power... Do you, do you, even your young'uns like you might remember... Do you remember the PowerPoint boots? No. They had numbers on. No. So, oh, and you, you, you were told which yes. number to use yeah. to get, like, a, a swerve yeah. or a Yeah, so on, on, the, on the back of the heel, it would have one. You'd yeah. refer to your booklet mid-game. Yeah. Because, and it would say, use one for a back I need, heel. I need to do a back heel. How do I do it? <laughs> Quickly get the book out. Get the book number out. one. There you go. Bang. You're a bit like Vardy. And they say that the game's faster now than yeah. it used to be. I mean, I Vardy... It probably is. <laughs> but they still have time, make time to read. Vardy still uses the book, doesn't he? Yeah, well, in that match against, I don't know if he, people who are as wide-eyed as me, he has what you would think is a Fitbit watch on his wrist. Yeah, under that. 
plaster cast. Yeah, but actually, it's just it's just got a still on it of the power points for your boots. Ah, and, right. And, and you you have to look at back super slow motion. But as that ball was coming across, um, he quickly referred, saw that it was a number one, <laughs> back heel, bang. There he takes go. the credit. But in fact, in fact, we all know. We all know where the credit lies. And he'll not be paying them any royalties either. It's probably public domain now. No, because we say, you know, you could even just with a marker pen put one on the back. You could save yourself pounds. But would be a copyright infringement. Do you think though? To put or the number public, one on the is it boat? public domain now? I, I'm not. I don't know about football. Maybe he's boot asking mate at Loughborough. He'll know. He'll know all about football boot yeah. law. Yeah. But do you know what? I've enjoyed those two questions. Thank you. There's going to be some more later on. Nice one. Um, I'm going to move on now. Yeah. Um, Are you the man behind the? T- t- is it Tabathia? T- how do you say Tabatha? Tabathia, the female name. T- what is it? Tabatha. Tabatha. Oh, Tabatha. Are you the man behind the Tabatha Huntley mysteries? Those books. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. I like them. Thanks. That's all right. I, I, you know what? People said it was you. They don't take us very long to knock them out either. Well, they, they can, crack I along. Can do one in half a day. You can do a Tabitha Huntley mystery I can. half a day. Yeah. Nah. Oh yeah. You mean plot it out? That whole thing. Plot it yeah, out, write it. it, check it for spellings, print it off. Yeah. Put it in the post of the Are publisher. you on, not Andy Onsey? Are you are you I as am, it were yeah. Tabitha yeah, Huntley? I am. Well done, yeah. I like him. Thanks. I feel like our relationship's starting to warm a no, little that, bit. Well now, I'm, isn't I'm, it? I'm I'm very impressed. I might by do that. one just for you for next week. I'd love to. And read it out. Can you make it like a top cappy um Stealing something from above, somewhere in it. Right. Thank some, you. Some, a roof bound. You know where? It's like in the chocolate adverts. Yeah. They penetrate some security system from right. above. Yeah. I would really like that. Going via the, the the windows or something on the roof. Yeah. Was it? What's a roof window called? What's the other word? Sunlight or sunshine? Yeah. Sunlight? What, sun, a sunscreen. Oh, it's you, we, we know what we mean. I'll Google it when I'm writing it. Could it, be cause it. I do that as well. Could be I... atrium or something like that. Mm, could be. Do you, uh, orangery. Do you have what? Do you have cars in Sunderland? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. What do you? What do they mostly drive? Like Fiat Doblo, is it? Nissans. Nissans. We all have Nissans. Yeah. Because the factory's there, so we all get them. You get them free. You mean? You yeah. But they haven't got any fences, so we just go and take them. If you so, in your street, they leave what... the engines running there. <laughs> in in your street, on. what's the poshest car in your Sunderland street? The poshest one in my street, I would say, is probably Vauxhall Nova. Is that a new one? One of the new ones, yeah. Is it what was With it? the flames up the side? Yeah, no, you just been an arsehole now. What? I just <laughs> some has anyone? No one on your street got a BMW or an Audi or something like that. What's the good deal with you? All right, I'll leave. Is it. this the dossier thing again? No, I'm just asking a life in Sunderland, man. You know, You're going to be alienating that... our Sunderland listeners, you know, because they don't like me. Did people from Sunderland not like you? Well, not if the reaction on the streets anything to go by. But they might like you a bit more now they know you're the man behind the Tabitha Huntley mysteries, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we can but hope. Hey, Andy, can I do a quick one for you? Can I put this on you? Can I just say, it's as simple as this. I'm thinking of a Premiership footballer, yeah? Right. You can ask me yes or no questions. Can you name the footballer? How many yes or no questions do I get? I'm gonna, I'll give you three, and if you don't get it, I'll give you three later on. <clears throat> does his kit, it'd be a he, I presume, yeah. does his kit have red in it? Yes. Um, is he an international player? Yes. Um, 
Is he... Has he got a kind smile? No, I don't think he has, no. Sorry. Is it Chris Smalling? No, it's not Chris Smalling. I see why you said that. We'll come back to that then. Okay. Okay. You made some progress. I've just crossed off Chris Smalling. We'll come back to that. Can we move on to Stephen Newsmith? Yes, of course you can. And his penis grab on Newcastle's Daryl Yanmad. Right. Because I did say we are going to be talking mostly about penises today. Oh, no, please, can we not do do this if it's penis? Please, Andy, can we not? I've, can you skip to the next I wanted one? to get into the psychological thing of it, not the actual penis itself. All right, well, what, what we I'll tell you what, it? I'll ask you then, Andy. Hey, Andy, what do you think of the Stephen Nairsmith incident? I thought it was a bit weird. Is that it? That's all I've got. Well, he touched a fellow performer's dongle, yeah? He did, on the telly. Yeah. I bet you've never done that on the telly. No, but can I give you... You've drawn me in now, haven't you? <laughs> I have. Just think about this, Andy, right? I have exposed myself, right, in the presence of... Princess Margaret. The Bayou Tapestry and the Treaty of Versailles and Napoleon's Bed at Malmaison. Were these three separate incidents? Three separate incidents, yeah. In the same day? No. <laughs> it's a cock-out tour of Europe. <laughs> what... So, right. no, it's, it's just what? a simple challenge, which some of the listeners may like to take on because it's terrifically exciting. Right. You go into the big room in Versailles. I was with Vic, and our challenge surprise, was... Surprise. Yeah, you don't show it to her. I don't mean expose. Expose has got a suggestion of just, you know, you try and find a corner or a moment <laughs> when you can just let... Get it out. Let your Jonathan see light for a quarter of a second Get so it. that you can say it's been out yeah. in the same place as the Treaty of Versailles. So, there you go. And I've done the bail tapestry. You'll never do the Mona Lisa if that's what you're thinking. Is it really tough? Well, it's to just penetrate. So in front of it, and it would all right. be seedy. You, you'd be, you could probably do it, but you'd be right next to. Could someone. you not go in first thing before it gets busy? Just run to the Mona Lisa. Out, it's, get out of there. It's like when I went to Florida a couple of years ago. Yeah. What you do is you go to Universal Studios. Yeah. You get yourself in position, and as soon as the, the gates open, you run to the Harry Potter ride. Right to get on before everyone else does, so you haven't got a queue for two hours. I didn't get it out then, because I wasn't aware of the game, Right. but maybe I will next time. But what I'm saying is, Mona Lisa, like you've said, hurtled towards it as soon as the doors open. Yeah. Out. Out it comes. Yeah. And then might even change off, your smile, off, mightn't it? And then off for a cup of tea. Nice whatever one. they have in France. Well, there's a challenge to anyone, because I, would, I don't think I'd uh, do it. Treat the Napoleon's bed. I don't think easy. you're fast enough anymore. You're probably right. Unless you're in a... Like a, a motorised wheelchair or a motorised scooter. Yeah. Because then you get the front of the queue anyway, yeah. like you do in Disney World. And then with the with the sympathy factor as well, they might just, if you were caught, they might just put it down to medication or something. Yeah. You could probably go in with it out. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please move away from th- that area of please? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, Jack Wilsh has been hiding behind some bins, Bob. You've already mentioned that, haven't you? I said we we're going to touch on it later on. Yeah. Well, I feel, you know, I feel a certain sympathy for him. Presumably, it's just uh, not before. What did he do anything wrong? I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, you know the story. Here's what's You've... happened, right? He's been accused of some kind of assault in a nightclub in the centre of London at the weekend, Saturday night. I think he got chucked out of the of the club, whatever it was. Right. And then and then he went and hid behind some bins. 
Well, I think you've got to admire his choice of Heidi Hole. Do you think there's ingenuity at play? Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, I get upset a little bit. I was aware Wiltshire had done something. I didn't know what he was, But presumably he didn't assault someone. He's not been charged. It's all just... Hawkus. Hawkus, is that the word? Hawkum. <laughs> Hawkum. So, I mean, why shouldn't he go out? I don't really, I don't really understand this. But what if he did do it? Do what? Assault someone. Well, he obviously didn't. Well, we don't know that, though. We weren't there. All right, well, no, you're but right. He behind, might have assaulted someone. We should bins. lock him up. And he if should he didn't never play do it, he should, he should just stride off into the night, head held high, No, because people innocence. like you, the people, you'll get photographed and people like you will, will read something into it. What do you mean, people it. like me? Hey, maybe he, he got his... No, I don't want Behind the bins? Behind the bins, but... I used to be a bin man. Did you? Yeah. OK, we'll talk about that another week. Happiest year of my life, it was. It's as good as it ever got. Mm. So, um, what have I been up to, Andy? I've I just wasn't definitely, you what I know, I don't want to hear any more of your penis things. <laughs> the um, I watched uh, Gangs of New York last night. Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you go with? Oh, thanks, mate. He said, that was one of my jokes, listeners. He should have said, with Daniel Day-Lewis, and I would have said, no... <laughs> With just the wife and my eldest son. Did you go with Daniel Day-Lewis? No, I didn't. I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll try it again. All right. Oh, I went to see um, My Left Foot last week. Did you go with Daniel Day-Lewis? Oh, honestly, hi, I Jackie. don't understand. <laughs> anyway, you've already had your joke. You did your joke earlier on. Yeah, but it didn't really land, did it? Do they ever? Not getting any better, is it? Shall we have another couple of um, questions? From our Twitter followers. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you three more yes or no's if you want. All right, then, it. okay. International Red International Red, not Chris Smallin, um, bit sour-faced. Little bit, yeah. Serious attitude to his get to the game. Is he an know. England international? Yes. I'm not saying is, sorry. Has played for England. Yes. Right. Is he a bit useless? No. It's not Theo Walcott, then. Um, can, could you could you persuade him could to you help fit you, him into a tin could, what? no could you persuade him to help you put your shopping in the boot of your car without much I know I, I think he seems to me a little bit unapproachable actually to be honest with you move on you've had enough questions that's me three guesses yeah Danny Welbeck as near as you've been right should we carry this one on next week, do you think? No, we might get to the end of it. I might give you three just as soon as you tell me that you're finished. I'm, I'm a bit bored with it now. Oh, you don't even want to guess them? I'd let you do some research and come back next week. Do you want me it. to tell you who it is? No, no. But I want you to... Oh, give, oh, are you doing uh, some first, viewing? Firstly, I'm bored with the game. Okay. Secondly, I couldn't give a toss who it is. Yeah, but you see, decent people, if they're bored with the game and the other person, as I clearly am, is very excited. Well, you know, they'll still try and contribute. How much, how much time has it taken off you? About 30 seconds of yeah, your life. Yeah, it's, it's been a pain in the arse, though. Colin Defoe. Oh, what? Colin Defoe, that's who it was. You kind of knew it. Oh, God, you're right as well. He wouldn't help with the shop, would he? You know, I think it'd be very unapproachable. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? something in it for Do you know him? what? Actually, I, shouldn't, I think he would help you if you asked him. So right. he would help you, but I think he'd be very difficult. If you were a lass... Yeah, well, yeah. See? Yeah. There's two rules in it with him. 
Um, another question from someone called Forbort. Okay. A new rule is passed. Yeah. The balls must be inflated with something other than air. Yeah. What would you choose to pump into your balls? Hmm. Hmm. I see you grinning there. <laughs> the, um, is that a serious question or is it just so that you could say... No, what? that's a serious question from Forbort. Well, air, air is out. Air is finished. Well, I don't really get it. What would you put? What would you pump into a ball to keep it in the shape? To 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 make sure that it's exactly the same as it yeah. is with air in it. You'd have to fill it with something, wouldn't you? Well, ask a scientist, not me, Andy. What? For, I don't know what has the same you? density as air. I it have no idea. Have to the same density. It's just got something that's going to fill it up. Oh, well, yeah, but so that you can play football. Right. Well, you know that thin custard you used to get at school. Yes. School, I'd say that. Because okay. it's quite thin, so it wouldn't be too heavy. Like, if it was sort of ambrosia custard, yeah. and you pump that into a ball, that'll be a lot heavier and harder to... It's a heavy custard. Pump. It's a heavy custard. It is a heavy yeah. custard. Yeah. But if you've got the thin school dinner's custard, yeah, pumped it into a football... It would be too heavy and the game would be shit. Can we move on? Sorry about that, Forbort. Um, I've only got one more. Go on, then. Nick Pettigrew says, who do you reckon would win in a fight? Who that, do I that's reckon? That's it. Who do I reckon would win Who in a fight? Who do you reckon would win in a fight? It's a good question. Um, obviously, the bigger lad, I would think. Right. The one with tats. Right. One who looks after himself. Yeah. One who's got the moves. Right. Um, the one who's got a mixture of skills. Mm. Yeah. Like mixed martial. Right. So on. Um, the one who's got a heart of a lion. Yeah. Um, the one who doesn't know when to give up. Having said that, if a, his opponent is incredibly wiry. I'm thinking wiry. You think the wiry? I'm thinking wiry. He's going to win it. I'm thinking wiry little shithouse. Yeah. Possibly with a knife in his sock. Right. Now, that's not fair. Oh, that's not fair. No one said it was going to be a fair fight. Yeah. But I think the shithouse would win. Okay, there's your answer, Nick. There we go, Nick. Good that's, question. That's it. And there's one more which hasn't really got anything to do with football. If you remember the other day we were talking about white goods... Yes, I do, yeah. And, and how they, oh, they, don't, they don't last anymore, do they? Not they used to, not you know, now. A couple of years tops. Simon the dentist, might be a real dentist, might not be, who cares? He says that his nana had a fridge that lasted from 1968 to 2014. Now, that is 46 years. 46 years. A 46-year fridge. And, I, I think and we, that was in Sunderland. And we assume it was working, yeah? He doesn't say if it was working or not. He yeah. say, all he says was she had a fridge in her home yeah. that lasted from 1968 to 2004. Can it, anyone beat that? I think lasted probably implies it, it did work. Yeah, I think but, it's, that's what he's saying. Yeah. So if you can beat that, if you've had a domestic appliance that's lasted more than 46 years... We're desperate to find out. Drop us a line. Right, I can see you're wanting to bring this to an end, so I just want to check um, that there isn't anything I wanted to bring up, Yeah. You probably don't want to hear about a footballer I've met, do you? Doubt it. No. Um, I was thinking about maybe it would be interesting to think of a, a hardware store combined with fo with famous people's names so that, like, Michael J. Cloth. Do you know what I mean? Or Jeff Fridges. Yeah. Yeah? Chair. Share. Share. Yeah. Like share. Yeah. String, like sting. Yeah. 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 So, but then I thought I wouldn't bring that up. No, I don't think okay. you should. Um, I asked you about your garden. Um, I asked you about pointing at ducks. I mean, I would quite just like, 
do you think, am I right, Andy, in terms of country and western, cowboy up, right, I'm cowboy off. boots. See ya. Oh, he's only gone as well. well. I was just going to say, listeners, that I think that um, of the managers, of the football managers, it's Sam Allardyce or Sean Dyche who would be the country and western fans with the cowboys and cowboy boots. Um, that's been, are you back, are you? <laughs> I thought you were going to I never went. It. Did you not? I was behind that fire hydrant. Yeah, but you went in. You know, you went in spirit, didn't you? I had yeah. A little sulk. Yeah. So how, I've never ended a show. I've always left that. Now, That's so what you see. I don't you know didn't what you know do. How to deal with it. So no, I didn't know. Followers on Athletico. Well, that's why I left to sort of see if you could cope with it. And I couldn't. You and couldn't. I admit it. And I'm and a I'm better back. man for that. Can you finish the show, please? Then. Um, that's and it. And I whilst I leave. Oh God! <laughs> Bastard. Thanks, Andy. <sighs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.